Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of Cinema Rogues. Uh, today, we're talking about I Care A Lot, starring Rosamund Pike and Peter Dinklage. Um, Do you care a lot? Uh, you know what? I care more and more for this movie the longer time goes on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we'll have um, a discussion. Yay. I'm your host, Guy. Uh, that was Andrew. That's me. Yay. I love Andrew. He's a good oh, guy. Oh, that's me. <laughs> uh, if you want to hear more Andrew, check out Board Game Barbarians. It's his own podcast where he talks about board games and barbarians, I would assume. We actually rarely talk about bar- barbarians, but lots of board games. Mm, dude, I've been thinking about uh, doing a solo sort of adventure um, for, for Kristen because she wants to play D&D. Mm-hmm. But we don't really have friends, and even friends we have aren't gathering right now. Right. So I was like, well, I kind of want to DM something uh, like low pressure and, and, and where I can make a bunch of mistakes, not feel like an idiot in front of like our regular group. Right. Which I feel so, like that would be all on you. Like no one's going to think you're an idiot for <laughs> making like and no one's going to know you make mistakes unless you go, oops, I made a mistake, guys. Yeah, that's probably true. That's 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 something I need to get uh, used to, I guess. You're in, but you're anyway. in a safe space in our game. I know. I love our game. I don't know why I'm so scared of it. <laughs> um, if you want to hear more of me, uh, check out Sidetail Studios on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, I'll probably get end up starting that back up again soon. Um, I got a job. I think we talked about this last time. Yep. Uh, which which gives me more motivation to do things that are are you know, extracurricular to the job. So great. Yeah. Um, and then as always, if, uh, uh, if you don't know what retro warriors is, go check it out. It's our, it's our parent show. Uh, they talk about old video games and it's one of the more interesting podcasts. I, I personally listen to it every week. So I don't know the high, high recommendation. Um, (laughs) I used to listen to it whenever I drove a lot and now I I don't drive at all. So, uh, I, I don't think anybody drives anymore. It's, it's awful for podcasts. Yep. Um, all right. So since the last time we recorded, which was about a week ago, uh, I've watched a whole one movie other than this week's movie mm. on, on Disney plus there's a movie called Flora and Ulysses about a superhero squirrel. How's that? You know what? It was, is a cute movie. It is good. Um, you know, if you have kids, I, I, I would say, you know, watch it with them. um, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it other than it's a, a squirrel who turn, who gets like superhero powers. Like he can fly. He's got like super strength. Um, he got sucked into a vacuum and, and yeah, I don't know. It was oh, neat. Okay. It stars, uh, uh, I don't know who it stars. The little, okay. the little boy from the house, uh, or haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. Yeah. He's in it. Uh, I forget who the little girl in that movie is. Uh, Allison Hannigan is the mom. Okay. Ben Schwartz is the dad. Oh, okay. And the evil uh, animal control guy who is trying to capture the squirrel is um, Abed from Community. Oh, nice. Danny Pudi or whatever. Might watch that if Danny Pudi's in it. Yeah. Who plays the squirrel? A uh, CGI squirrel. It does, he doesn't have a voice. Oh, he doesn't have a voice. Okay. No. I thought I thought he had a voice. He makes chittery he get, sounds. He gets all those superpowers, but he can't speak. Uh, he can type. Oh, okay. He writes poetry. Oh, yeah. Well, what else have you been watching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we started in on season two of His Dark Materials. Uh, we, we were we we're sitting around. Uh, I think we we're eating dinner, and, and and we had run out of things to watch. I was like, surely we're in the middle of like five different series. And, and Kristen was like, uh, yeah, we're, we're still in watching his dark materials. Like, oh yeah. Good call. Yep. That was a good season. Uh, is it? Yep. Great. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That just felt super canned. Um, other than that, uh, I've been watching WandaVision, um, all caught up on that. Um, I was thinking that I wasn't going to get to watch it before we recorded, uh, but then I like made time to watch it on Friday because I didn't want to like go through the weekend without spoilers. Yeah. What about you? I also watched WandaVision. That's the one we watch every Friday. Um, started watching Leonard Kinney. It's a good show. Uh, What's that watching. about again? 
basically just like a bunch of, as they put it, like Canadian redneck good old boys. It's a comedy. Like it's just about their lives in the small Canadian town. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know how else to describe it. It's pretty funny. Um, and then I'm still going through community commentary tracks. Um, so there's there's that. Do they get better? The commentary tracks. Yeah, you said last week they were kind of disappointing. Uh, any ones with Yvette Nicole Brown in it, uh, who plays Shirley, mm-hmm. is uh pretty disappointing. She's She's not the most interesting to listen to, and she kills a lot of jokes. She started not doing it, which so she stopped fighting the jokes at this point. <laughs> uh, That's which, good. Which I appreciate, but she would like, like apparently there was just a joke first season that she's an alcoholic and she doesn't drink at all, mm-hmm. and so someone would call her an alcoholic and she'd be like, "No, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink." Like, and you know, <laughs> like they're obviously laughing and joking while they say it, so. I don't know. It's getting better. I the, the saddest moment happened today. I was we were watching one of the episodes, and uh, so you know season four the the uh, gas leak year, right? When Dan Harmon was not a part of the show at all. Uh, I know of that. I have not seen that season. So I'm in season three, mm-hmm. and we're watching an episode, and Dan Harmon's in the commentary track, and he goes, he goes, next season, season four, it's going to be the best season ever. It's going to be just like this episode, only every single episode, you're going to have, like, the best writing. And I was just like, <laughs> was that um, Was that recorded, like, before he uh, was yeah, let bef- go from the show? Yeah. Or left it or whatever it I'm, happened? I'm pretty sure that was recorded, like, right after the season, so it was before they finalized anything. Ah. Uh, I was thinking maybe it was a, it was like a meta joke and he recorded it like three years later. Maybe it could have been. I don't know. I don't, I don't honestly know when they were recorded, but they all seem to be recorded like at the end of filming or uh, filming the show and and putting it up. Makes sense to me. That's not a lot, not a whole lot going on in my world. Yeah. (laughs) I was getting notes together for this and it, uh, I, I had like called Kristen into the room was like, Hey, did we watch any movies last week? She goes, you mean other than I care a lot? I was like, yeah, I can't write that in my movies that I watched. I mean, you could, if you wanted to, we watched, I care a lot. That's a movie that we're doing this episode. (laughs) Oh yeah. What's that one about? Oh, well it's about, we'll get into it. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into some news. Um, uh, wow. I don't know why I just like blanked out trying to read. Yeah, um, reading can be hard sometimes. It can be. Angel Manuel Soto to direct a B- uh, Blue Beetle film. Um, and there have been a few versions of Blue Beetle, uh, but this one is focusing on Mexican-American teenager Jaime Reyes. Honestly, I don't know if they're going to pronounce it Jaime or Jamie. Either way, I'm excited that it's it's focusing on, on a Mexican-American teenager version. That's pretty cool. I like the Blue Beetle, and that's the only version that I know of, so... Oh, I think great. there's like an older one that's a, like a, a white dude, but yeah, the only yeah, one yeah. I know of is like the only one that I've seen a comic of or I've got a DC deck builder game that's all like anytime Blue Beetle shows up, it's that version. So Nice. Uh, yeah, I want to get in on that, that deck builder game at some point. One of these years, we'll be able to see each other. It'll be great. One day, once we all have vaccines, everyone yeah. on the planet. Uh, so the screenplay uh, on on the Blue Beetle film is is by a Mexican-born writer named Gareth Dunnett uh, Alcocer. Cool. Yeah. So they they've got a a diverse team uh, to to write, produce, and direct the and star in the movie. So I'm 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 really excited about that. Yeah. Sp- Spider Man Three got its official title, dude. Yep. I'll let you say it. You can you can you can have it. Yay! <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah. Um, with, Did you see the video for it? No, I didn't. There's a video where it shows like the three of them. Um, I don't remember their character names or the actors' names. Um, but wow. Okay. I know. I'm completely blanking. I was like, "Who are they?" So it's you know, uh, I don't even remember the main character's actual name. Uh, Peter Parker. What I remember, Peter Parker. So Peter Parker, Mary Jane, and his best friend who's not in the comics. Um, 
are coming are coming out of like the director's office and they're like i don't know why we're not allowed to say anything like it's not like we spoil stuff all the time or anything and then they pass like a whiteboard that has the name on it uh you were looking for tom holland zendaya and some bloke i forgot his name his name is some bloke uh but he's like ripped now right didn't he lose a bunch of weight and stuff uh he definitely looked uh thinner i don't i would don't wouldn't describe him as ripped but you don't really see like his like you see him kind of from like the chest up like he definitely looked like he had lost a lot of weight ned his character's name is ned yes i know that you did um yeah we did it we did most of it we forgot his real name we're terrible people that's fine um the new superman movie is coming from jj abrams written by ta-nehisi coates um, it is unclear at this time who Superman is going to be, whether it's going to be Henry Cavill or they're going to do a new casting. Um, and no, no word yet on, on story or anything. I think it's just in, in development and JJ is signed on to produce. Yeah. I think Henry Cavill was, has always kind of been like my favorite appearance wise, the most looking like Clark Kent and Superman. Well, I know that Henry Cavill has has a has a good range as an actor, and I would like to see him play a more, uh, I suppose, optimistic version of Superman, like the Boy Scout version from like the old cartoons. Yeah, I think you know there he had a couple of nice scenes um, where he where he was you know like a, a friendly character and seemed you know emotive. Yeah. Uh, but but there were few and far between in, in the Zack Snyder movies, and I, I'd like to see more of those. I wish they would stop doing like uh, origin stories for DC and just start doing like uh, like they're kind of sort of did Flashpoint almost with the Justice mm-hmm. League movie. But I, I want to see them do stuff like just make a movie series from like the Batman Metal comics. Oh, that'd be like, great. Yeah. Yeah. And just like it, they would never do it because all those movies would be very brutal. Maybe they would. I don't know. But dude, great. I'm with you on the on the origin thing, because like, um, you know, speaking of Spider-Man, like Spider-Man Homecoming wasn't an origin story. It was just a story of, of Peter Parker being Spider-Man. Well, I just I don't understand. Everybody knows who Spider-Man is at this point. There's been a million origin story movies. Right. Um, yeah. And we don't you know, we don't need to see Krypton blown up for the millionth time. And we already know that, you know, uh. Spider-Verse was basically four origins, uh, five, six, what did we say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Was it was so technically good. like six or eight origin stories all in one movie. So that's like super origin story fatigue. Oh, you know, going back to, to the title, No Way Home, I know we're kind of jumping around, but we're talking about superheroes, so whatever. Um, get sucked into a different universe and can't get back home. Right, I'm wondering, you know, it, it's got me thinking about plot points. You know, we know... Um, that that it's going to be a multiverse story. It comes out uh, after Doctor Strange two, so I, I, I wonder, you know, how much is is him getting stuck in a, in a different universe or, or pulling in new characters or whatnot? I'm I'm excited about it. That'd be great if he gets into a new new universe and his old friend, uh, old best friend, is like the jock guy that bullies him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, wasn't like. Uh, uh, who was it? Flash Thompson in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie was uh, Joe Magliano or whatever his name is. Thought it was in the Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. Oh, like from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that threw me off the other day. I saw like a like a a video. I was, I was like, oh my god! For some reason, I was thinking of Eddie Brock, and I'm like, no, that was what's his name? Old oh. Skinny Bones. Topher Grace. Yeah, Topher Grace. Every the, time Topher Grace is in a movie, I'm like, hey, it's Topher Grace. How'd he get in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't dislike Topher Grace, but he's not really, like, the best actor. So every time right. I see something, every time I see some, him in something, I'm always like, good for you, man. Like, you did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel that same way about, like, Zach Braff, to be honest with you. Yeah, Zach Braff is also one of those, like, they both lucked out with huge, huge TV shows and then like their careers. I would say Tover Grace is probably doing better than Zach Braff as far as like in movies. 
but it, I feel like Zach Braff is just like not acting like on purpose, like doing other stuff. Yeah, I know he does a, a podcast with uh, Donald Faison. Um, I mean, they they seem to just pal around a lot. So I don't know if I yeah. if I had made millions of dollars and don't need to work again. Oh yeah, I'd fucking do it right for sure. Um, and then in our last little bit of news, it's uh it's more local to the DFW area. Um, although I suppose his show is syndicated, but, uh, Russ Martin, uh, is a, was a, excuse me, um, uh, a local, uh, talk radio host. He used to do mornings on, on, uh, the alternate, alternate rock station back in the early nineties or mid nineties, late nineties. Um, but he died at the age of 60. Um, and that's personally really sad. Um, yeah, it is really young. Uh, but I, I just want to mention it cause I know that 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 we have a large base in the DFW area, so it might be relevant to some people. Um, he did yeah. he did a lot of charity work uh, or raised a lot of money for like uh, for firefighters and police officers, um, you know, like uh, and especially for for widows of, of fallen officers. He he yeah. uh, specifically raised a lot of money to for for those people. So well, that's sad. That is sad. Uh, well. On that note, let's get into our topic at hand. Uh, a sad movie that made me super uncomfortable. Uh, you want to give is us a the, synopsis real quick? Is that the title? Yeah. A sad movie that made it, me super uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, comma, colon, excuse me, colon, I care a lot. Uh, all right, synopsis. An appointed guardian for old people gets more than she bargained for when a ward she forcefully takes on turns out to be big trouble. I almost put in Little China, but then I didn't, I didn't know if you were going to read it, and I didn't want you to get confused. Uh, I would have read it yeah, like Ron Burgundy, dude. Oh, uh, you put it on the prompter. He reads anything that's on the prompter. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. Uh, released February 19th, 2021 on Netflix. Uh, premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival last year. Um Directed by Jay Blakeson after he heard about a similar scheme being run in real life. Um, and, and I guess that's the first thing to note about this movie is that it's based on things that happen in real life. But not based on a true story. Right. It's not based on a true story. It's just that uh, legal guardianship is a thing. It is legal. Um, you know, there's there, there are no laws against it. And basically we we trust these legal guardians to take care of our elderly. Um, I think it's, it's more, more a a United States centric thing. Um, A a lot of cultures in, in, in other countries, their elder family members, you know, come and live with them at the, at their end of life stages. Um, Right. You know, but, but in America, we, we seem to have a fear of death in general. Um, So it's, you know, once you start, you know, reminding people daily about death, the, we, we kind of shove you in a corner and say, you know, we'll check in on you every couple of weeks. Um, so that being the case, there, there sprung up basically an industry that, uh, you know, that helps support um, us not caring about or not having to deal with the, the, the mental, I suppose, stress of, of our elder loved ones. Our um, own mortality. And, and yeah, and facing our own mortality. <laughs> um, and, and, and in that process, you know, these people are charging hundreds of dollars an hour, you know, to, to the, to the estate of these people, um, yeah. you know, ostensibly to care for them. And, and as Americans, we, we tend not to question it and we just pay whatever we pay, you know, as long as it doesn't come out of our pockets, right. It may come out of right. our future inheritance, but it's not coming directly out of our pockets. It's not money that we're losing right now. So, um, having said that, uh, is directed and written by Jay Blakeson. It stars Rosamund Pike as Marla Grayson, who is a legal uh, guardian uh, appointed by the courts. Uh, Peter Dinklage as uh, a mysterious figure at first, um, uh, revealed to be uh, Roman Lunyov. And then Aza Gonzalez is Fran, uh, Marla's partner, uh, both business partner and personal partner. And uh, in sport I thought, role. I thought she was the assistant at first, like in the first like 20 minutes of the movie. She feels more like an assistant than business partner. 
She does. She does. And um, I don't know if that was necessary, if that was intentional or, or, or you know, know if, if it was her character growing. Because it seemed like the way that their relationship grew throughout the movie, it start, it ended in a different place than it started. Yeah, like it was like it feels like they weren't together because they were their lovers basically within like 30 minutes of the movie. Right. But you don't I don't really get that or I didn't really feel that at the very beginning. Mhm. And I think because Marla has a big office and you never see Fran in any office whatsoever or have any sort of place at that business. Um, it, it feels like she's more of an assistant. Yeah, for sure. And she's definitely her sort of, uh, not necessarily gopher, but she goes and does a lot of the, I suppose, grunt work. Right. Um, in the, in the beginning of the movie, um, in a supporting role, you have Diane West playing Jennifer Peterson. And I, I adore Diane West, uh, ever since really Requiem for a dream. Never seen it. No, wait, that wasn't her in that movie. I'm sorry. Was it? No idea. Crap. Now, now I don't even know. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. I wish I could. There's uh, no way for me to help. Definitely since uh, I Am Sam. I haven't seen uh, that movie either. You haven't seen I Am Sam? Uh, well, it's not the best movie, but it uh, it definitely made me sad when I watched it. Um, that's, uh, that's a good movie. Uh no, that was that was uh not Diane West in that movie. That's my bad. And and Requiem for a Dream. Oh, she was the mom in Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Hey. That's the older movie I know her from. All right. My bad. Yeah, she's great. She is great. Um anywho. Is critical it West response? or Weist? What's that? Is it West or Weist? Is it W I E S T. Oh, did I spell it wrong? Crap. We caught right. it. We caught it. We got it eventually. Um, critical response. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 80% reviewer score. 36% audience score at the time of uh, our recording this. Metacritic 65 uh, reviewer score. 3.0 audience score. Oof. So it seemed like the reviewers liked it more than the audience. And I have a theory as to why about that. Um, like I said. Because uh, it's depressing. Yeah. The the more the more I sit on this movie, the more I like it. Um, watching the movie, uh, I did not like it until like the last five minutes. I tried to, so I, I actually watched about half of it before we, we recorded tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I previous had one. I have seen the whole movie, but <laughs> that's good. Uh, I watched it on like sat. I, I think I was in like a I was in a bad mood Saturday. Hmm. Um, and I think the bad mood fed into me not liking the movie because the movie just made me feel worse. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I don't, I don't know if I went in with an unbiased, uh, attitude, I guess. So I think that might affect it. But at the same time, like who wants to watch a depressing movie during one of the most depressing times, uh, in our lives right now? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so, um, like I said, during the movie, I mean, it's just all the characters are terrible people. I, I think right. we can say that without being spoilery, right? Yeah. Um, so every single character is a terrible person, except maybe Jennifer Peterson, but she's... No, I would probably... She probably is a terrible person. Right, but she's never presented so on screen, right? Right. Um, you know, you, you there's an implied history of who she is. Um, but it's not, I, I wouldn't say that she makes any choices that are like, oh my God, what a gross person. I think the security guard at the beginning of the movie is probably not a terrible person. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like watching this movie, I'm like, these are terrible people. They have no redeeming qualities, blah, 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 blah. And then you get to, to like the very end of the movie and some stuff happens. And it's like, well, okay, at least that happened. I'm, I'm okay with this movie now. Right. And then the more the more days go by the more i sit here and think about it and think that like had it, there are several movies with uh with men who uh, act in in a similar fashion and they're they're not really they're not anti-heroes they're they're just straight up kind of terrible people 
but you end up kind of rooting for them because I don't know, they're charming or whatnot. And so you know, part of me is trying, is kind of examining the, the, the idea of, uh, if the gender roles were, were swapped, would I feel the same way? And I think that the conclusion I came to is no. And then that made me reevaluate how I watched the movie and, and go back and, and watch and, 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 you know, think about it again. I didn't watch the whole thing again and, and came to the conclusion that, you know what, it's, it's an enjoyable movie. Once you, you kind of, uh, take that into account. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would feel differently about it. I'm trying to think of a movie where like, there's a guy that like the main character is just a, is a man and is a huge piece of shit. And, and I liked them, but that's most of the time that that's the case. It's like a movie that's more lighthearted. Like the one that comes to mind would be like oceans 11, you know, Danny oceans, not a good person but he's stealing from an ultra rich dude that owns a casino. And for some reason, like the crime feels different for me for, from like basically stealing from old people that can't, that can't fend for themselves and forcefully taking away all of their rights feels Mm. worse. The one that pops into my head immediately is matchstick men. To be honest, never saw that. Ah, that's a good Nick Cage movie. You should watch it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that, that's a movie about con artists who take advantage of people. And, and uh, in that movie, the con artists get conned, you know? Yeah. Um, I just, I don't like, I'm usually, cause I figured that was what was going to happen. It's like, oh, like she's a piece of shit at the beginning of the movie, but maybe she has some redeeming quality that makes her likable through the rest of the movie. But she just continually is like a greedy asshole the whole movie. And so it was very hard for me to like find a likable quality to not just want the movie to be over or like her to die. Like, yeah, I get that. Um, another movie know. that comes to mind, I forgot the name of the movie, but it's the one with Gordon Gecko from the eighties. Um, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, wall street. It's called wall street. I guess there's a movie that uh, that does come to mind. The Wolf of Wall Street would be kind kind of similar. Yeah, there you um, go. Jordan Bellacourt is a total piece I, of shit. And but I hated now... that movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I hated him, and I wanted him to die, and he didn't, and he's still alive doing stuff. Right. He's he, he's making money from speaking at this point. Like, oh my god, hey, he's taking. And that's a real person. Money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That made it worse. I was like, I hate this person and they're still out there doing shitty things. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I guess even if it was a dude, I don't know in this scenario, if they were doing the same things, I'm pretty sure I would still not like them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't like them and I still, you know, and, and I don't like the characters, but that doesn't depreciate my enjoyment of the movie itself. Right. Oh. Which is, which is how I felt about it. Uh, like that when I was watching it, it made it like the characters being despicable made me feel like the movie was crap. The only person that I liked in that movie was Peter Dinklage. And that's just because it's Peter Dinklage. Like I didn't really like his character. His character was also a piece of shit, but I'm like, I like Peter Dinklage. So I don't know. That's fair. Um, well, before we get into to spoilers, uh, would you suggest watching it? Uh, Like I said, I think I was in a bad mood, so maybe take my opinion with a grain of salt, but I would probably pass on this movie. It was worth it. It did go by a lot quicker the second half time. Well, there you go. Um, I (laughs) personally, I would say it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I, again, I I will give it the caveat. It's not worth subscribing to Netflix. It's, uh, specifically for it. Don't spend any money on it, but totally watch it. Um, you know, if uh, if you're looking for a, a, a strong female-led film, I think it fits the bill uh, uh, great. So uh, let's get into spoilers. Spoiler zone. Spoiler zone. Why don't you go first this time since you put me on the spot last time? Oh, man. Thanks. 
so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna skip right to the end if that's okay we're gonna start there sure um i i felt kind of empty at the ending and i i felt like so she dies at the end for everyone that's listening if you haven't watched the movie and you're just listening to spoilers because you like spoiling things that's fine too um, she dies at the end. She gets shot by the guy at the beginning of the movie who, whose mother dies, who's not associated with the whole fiasco of the entire thing. And it's just kind of, uh, he's really just the precursor to the rest of the movie explaining what she does and how she does it. Um, but his mother dies and he shows up pissed off and shoots her. Uh, and that's it. That's the end. He just... I don't know. Like I I wanted something more. Like I wanted either A for them to just get away with it. Mhm. Like that's, you know, whatever. Life sucks. Like <laughs> some Right. Sometimes the bad guy wins and both of these people are bad people. <laughs> like both Peter Dinklage um and well not Peter Dinklage specifically, but both Roman uh was it Lin Lenov? Lenov. Lunyov, Lunyov, yeah, and Marla Grayson are both terrible people. Um, so like, either let them both go free since they decide to work with each other at the end instead of trying to kill each other, or like, I would have rathered like him successfully kill her, but then also go to jail. I guess that would be like the quote unquote happy ending. Um, yeah, well, or her kill him and then her go to jail, like something like. You know what? Her her dying is what turned me around on the movie. I kind of alluded to it earlier. Um, I, I again, it was it, just watching these terrible people succeed was 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 frustrating. Um, but then her getting shot at the end, I'm like, okay, fine. As long as the the main character sort of gets what she deserves, then then okay. Um, I guess but, like it didn't really feel like she got what she deserved. Right, because at the at the end of the day, uh, Peter Dinklage's character is is still you know making money off of this. Yeah. Um, her her corporation that she started and built up and now has you know legions of carers is is still up and running and functional and and somebody's making money off of that. You know right. the their their scheme didn't get stopped. It's just she personally died. Yeah. I um another thing that kind of bugged me was the way that they showed that Peter Dinklage was a bad guy beyond him like just coming in and like almost shooting his uh underling whenever he showed up. <laughs> uh Alexi, that was that was yeah. a funny scene to me. I laughed through that whole thing. Oh, I I thought that was a good scene. Like there are some there are some redeeming scenes in this movie and there's not it's not that's the thing is it's not all bad. The the writing was done pretty well. The directing is not bad. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say there were any like specific shots in the movie that made me go like, Oh, that's a really pretty like framing of the, of the scene. Um, but it wasn't, there was nothing like a home movie or anything. Like it felt like a movie. Right. Right. Um, and the, the acting was done well. I think the, I said the writing was good. My, what I meant by that is that the dialogue was good, but the story itself just felt like it had weak points like i feel like whenever they were like oh yeah Ro- roman's a bad guy see he's got he's got a drug trafficker here's the pictures of the ladies that are mules and then like they never talk about his business ever again i en- i enjoyed how much they um they took uh you know, like what he had going on and, and and tried to keep him out of out of uh what was going on with his mother. Right. Um, the, the lengths that he went through to try and like fucking just stay out of it. And eventually it's like, okay, you know what? I, I've got to do something about this. Right. Just that him avoiding lie. the situation in like indirectly. Which yeah. he probably, well, cause he couldn't even show up and be like, yeah, she's my mom because they had wiped all that history. Right. Yeah. There, there, she had there a false no... identity. Oh, dude, speaking of that, I liked his his lawyer too. Yeah, I liked the like the the acting or uh the the acting just the and character. 
and the character, like just his general attitude. Um, you know, the way he came in and was just like, you know what, let's not bullshit each other. Here's what's going on. I see what you're doing. Go ahead, rip off all these old people. It's fine. Just not this one old person. Right. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> uh, that was, I mean, yeah, like there were, there were some good scenes. I like that scene. Um, the scene in the gas station, whenever after she, they, they attempted to murder her and she had to get out of her car. Yeah. Uh, which I think you had a point about the, that scene. If you want yeah. to do that real quick. Uh, sure. Well, okay. So the car fills up with water, which is, you know, it happens when your car goes into a lake. Um, yeah, and she I think woke it was up, like a quarry, right? Uh, yeah, it was a quarry. Um, and, and she woke up, I don't remember if she woke up while the car was filling up or, uh, after she was already underwater, but I'm pretty sure she had a moment to take a breath. It was right before, like she hit the water and she woke up cause she was like freaking out. And like, right. And she was struggling with her seatbelt for a minute. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she got her seatbelt undone and then immediately went to the back of the car, which first off. Uh, part of the problem that I have with that if, is if your car is filling with water, you don't particularly have any sense of direction. So there's no advantage or disadvantage um, from your perception sense of going to the back or front of the car to kick out a window. Yeah. So I kind of had a problem with that. But also, she pulled out the headrest with the sharp spiky things on it and then threw it aside and proceeded to kick out the back window. Yeah, because <laughs> I also noticed this. Um, and maybe that was a choice that they made in the movie, which for one thing in movies, they generally don't have headrests. So that way they can position the camera properly. Yeah. Uh, inside cars, but, uh, they had the headrest and she picks, she undoes it for some reason. And I did the same thing where I was like, Oh, she's going to try to break the window with the headrest. And then she doesn't. And I was like, why are you just trying to kick out the window with what? Yeah. Well, and I looked it up and apparently, um, according to, you know, fact checking websites or whatnot, um, the, the headrest can be used and potentially can be used more effectively than kicking. Um, but that's not what it was specifically designed for. So all the websites that tell you, Hey, like, Hey, here's a neat life hack. Your, your headrest was designed to bust out a window in case you fall in the lake. It's not entirely true. Apparently. Right. But you can do it. Um, but yeah, but back yeah. to the scene in the in the gas station. Yeah, so she gets out of that. She walks all the way to a gas station and just the dude's face the entire time of like looking at her like she's crazy mm-hmm. instead of trying to like assess any... Like I feel like if I was at a gas station and a woman comes in completely clothed but fully soaked, I'd be like, are you okay? Like... What happened? That's not a normal thing for somebody to do. But the way like he looked at her, it was just like so incredulous. Like what? Like <laughs> like he, also that like he didn't really care. Like he felt like he looked like he just was appalled by her being there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I was catching the wrong vibes from him. Well, and I. I, I... Uh, it kind of related. It was to that. a funny scene. Also, it was. It was a funny scene. Um, I I enjoyed the like the 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 uh, limited clothes that were available for her to purchase as she yeah. bought the yeah. giant sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. <laughs> um, but kind of related to that, I suppose is is again if if you're if you're listening to this and 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 you're you're uh, you haven't seen the movie. Um, basically what happens is she, she gets kidnapped by, by, um, Roman. Um, and he tries to kind of reason with her for a minute. And then eventually she's like, you know, he realizes that, that she's, you know, not going to back down. So he's like, kill her, but make it look like natural or whatever. Yeah. So in order to make it natural, they, uh, they knock her out, stick a brick on her gas pedal. And then, uh, let her car go down the road and somehow it has perfect aim through like a little like forested area doesn't hit any trees and goes into a lake so she can survive so what they did is they actually put alcohol into her stomach oh yeah yeah that's right uh and they didn't do a brick they just put her she's knocked out so it was just dead weight of her foot on the gas you're right you're right um and then i think they were just 
I it felt to me like they were like whatever happens happens. I don't th- I don't know if they were actually aiming for for the quarry. Yeah, well, but, I, I guess that's part of it. Like, surely they knew the quarry was there for sure. Yeah, there's no. I'm pretty sure that's kind of where they were at before. Like, in questioning her, and you brought up a point that I wanted to now talk about that that reminds me of just how unrelent relentless she is about the amount of money that she wants. Like, even when somebody's sitting there, like, I'm going to kill you, she's still like, give me $10 million. No, you don't understand. I'm going to murder you. Like, give me $10 million. (laughs) Hey, man, she knows what she wants. She's going for it. (sighs) Like, I don't know. I feel like at that point, you'd be like, $9 million then? Like, maybe go down a couple notches, like. Dude, you can't show weakness when you're talking to uh, the Russian mafia. I mean, if I'm talking to the Russian mafia, then I'm probably, you know, dead to begin with. So, at that, I don't know, at that unless point, they try and, like, kill you by blowing you up in an apartment. I, I had problems with that, too. They left, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, played by Aza there. Forgot her name already. Uh, Fran. They left Fran, like, unconscious in her own apartment. Or, or condo or whatever, uh, with the gas on uh, so that it would blow up. In a huge uh, condo, like three or four story condo. And our, and our main character gets there in time to turn off the gas, pull her friend out, and then as they're driving away, the apartment explodes. Maybe there was a bomb inside. We don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> They just needed the gas to make a larger explosion. One of those organic natural bombs. Yeah. Yep. yep. I don't... At this point, like, I thought they were just trying to, like, suffocate her with the gas. But even... I, I guess that wouldn't make sense because she definitely has signs of, like, being punched repeatedly. Right, yeah. No, they've got to, like, burn her body to 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 make it look like an accident. I just... Yeah. Yeah, that one was a little bit fishy too. Yeah, but again, I you know we're we're diving into like the technicalities in a, in a in a black satirical comedy, right? Um, I guess it's a I don't know. Like it felt like it had funny moments, but at no point did I think this was a comedy. Mm, what yeah, is I, it supposed to be a comedy? I don't think it's supposed to be a comedy. I think it's supposed to be. Uh, like a like a like a black comedy type situation where it has funny moments, but the the overall like uh, a dr- like a dramedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it, the the movie kept me off balance uh, the whole time. Like every time I thought, oh, this is where this movie's about to go, it went in a in a different direction. Yeah, you know, you had. You had moments where you thought, oh, maybe she's going to see the light. And, and, you know, like you talked about, you know, ask for less money or or like she's like, oh, you know what? I'm dealing with the Russian mafia. Maybe tone it down a bit or, you know, it's it's one client. If I'm if I play this in a different way, then I can still keep all the clients that I what that I did have. Right. You know, things like that. And then and then you come to, to the end of it and and and, and Roman's just like, hey, you want to be partners? Like, I don't see that coming. I saw it coming during the scene, but not bef- not like while he was in the house. But when they're sitting next to each other, I could see it coming. Honestly, I thought she was going to sit down next to him and be like, "So about that ten million dollars?" And he'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, fine." Yeah, I um, I think one thing that happened was, like I said, I was kind of in a bad mood whenever I first started watching it, and it only increased my bad mood at the very beginning whenever she's like you're a sheep and I'm a lion and you're like, (laughs) you're like, she's like talking down to the audience first thing of the movie. And I'm just like, fuck you lady that I haven't met or don't know who you are. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can see that. That immediately like made my bad mood worse. Cause I was like, I didn't come to watch this movie to get talked down to in the first literal like minute of the movie. Um, Maybe that was them just establishing how shitty she is to everyone else. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and and that's, I mean, it fits her character, uh, you know, re- right. really well. Um, I was listening to, or excuse me, watching a, uh, an interview 
Um, and, and Rosamund Pike was talking about how Marla's backstory is, is that she started a vape shop. Um, you know, she's kind of had it like a middle class, you know, upper middle class type upbringing and had some money and invested it into starting a vape shop when, uh, vaping became big, like in the early aughts or whatnot. Yeah. And that's how she made her initial nest egg and eventually, uh, uh, realized that, you know, playing by those rules, she wasn't making much money compared to people who are, are pushing boundaries and things like that. And that's what got her, um, eventually into, into being a, a licensed carer or whatever. Right. Um, so I thought that was kind of an, an, an interesting tidbit and it just seems to be her personality that she's, you know, she always wants more, right? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad you answered that. Thank you. I'm, I didn't know that. I thought it was rhetorical. I just... <laughs> it's good. Um, you know, and, and so I, I would say, yeah, kind of kind of wrapping this up a little bit, like overall, um, it's it's an interesting character study. It's, it's uh, again, everybody in the movie is kind of terrible. The only person who doesn't seem like super terrible, like you said, is Jennifer, the old lady. Um, and, and Fran doesn't seem super terrible. She tried to get out of it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I mean, she I mean, still goes along with the schemes and stuff. Um, I mean, I would say Fran is more of like a victim until the very end when she's like, let's do it. Like, yeah. Cause until that point she's like, Hey, we need to get out of town. There's moth, there's Russian mafia. Like we need to go, uh, you know, screw the money. Let's get out of town. Like, let's go. And then at the end of the movie, after she's been almost murdered, she's like, let's just kill him or whatever. Like, yeah, she had her fuck it moment. Yeah. It was good. Um, I also I also don't believe that he would only have one, like, he only had, like, four dudes, like, four security. He lost the first three with Alexi and the other two dudes that, you know, obviously went to jail after they went into the old folks' home. Right. But, like, he only had one security guy after that. Like, I feel like if... <laughs> In the real world, he would be, like, ramping up security after three of his guys got, like, arrested. Yeah, he, he did, for somebody who has uh, a bunch of money to, to throw around or whatnot, he seems to be, have a, a, a uh, an operation with, with very few people in it. Yeah, like, it's, like, those three dudes and then a bunch of drug mules that we only see, like, three pictures of, and then him. And it's... There's got to be, he had to have somebody else like around him unless he just doesn't trust anyone, which they didn't really explain. So I don't know. That feels like a, a plot hole to me that she would be able to kidnap him. <laughs> like, Oh man, we were, uh, I think Kristen was like, so did they just like kill him? <laughs> and I was like, no, no. He, he asked, or she asked like, how much do you think he weighs? And she was like, I don't know, like 110 pounds. Uh, so they're obviously like trying to dose him properly. Well, maybe they were asking to overdose him. Yeah, maybe because that's what that's... happened. Is he got he overdosed? Well, not to the point of death, right? Well, that jogger found him in time, but he probably would have died if he wasn't found. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, overall, it's it's got the the movie has redeeming qualities, even though the character do, characters don't. Um, and, and I, I think it's a, it's an interesting movie, um, that, that, um, you know, it's, it, it, it plays on, on certain conventions that, that you wouldn't necessarily expect. So I don't know. I, 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 after, like I said, after sitting on it for four or five days, I liked it more than, than after I initially saw it. And I didn't. If you want to make your own choice about whether to see it and you made it all the way to the end of this episode, uh, check it out on Netflix. Yeah. If you're, if you're interested, then definitely check it out. But if you're, if it doesn't sound like something that you would like, then it probably isn't. I did want to say real quick before we end, um, Mm -hmm. that the trailer felt misleading for what you got, which I know you haven't watched the trailer. So maybe you should watch trailers after you watch the movie. I, you know what? I think I'm going to start doing that. That's probably a good idea. Um, just to get an idea of what, cause you don't watch trailers and a lo- most other people that I know of watch trailers. Um, so maybe just to get an idea of what other people, it's obviously not going to be the same because you already have seen the movie, but 
at at least kind of get an idea of what other people look at before they go into the film. Right, and at the very least, we can talk about it right. at that point. Yeah, because it's not just like, oh man, you should have seen the trailer. It had all this crap in it. Because I remember watching the trailer, and I was interested in the movie from the trailer. Because it 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 the trailer kind of made it seem more like she was not a piece of shit, and then all of this started happening to her. Oh yeah, and then the movie was definitely not that. It was she kind of brought this on herself by making a mistake. And then not letting the old lady go. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Super interesting. Um, you can watch it on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. Thank you. Uh, we, before we go, uh, I do want to say, hey, if you're listening to us, please go rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, it helps. It helps us get some visibility. Uh, it's the only way to let you know uh, Apple know that people like our show. Yep, it helps the algorithm that Apple has in order to do stuff, I think. I don't know. At least that's, that's what, what we've I'm heard. Told. That's what Justin's told us. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the gospel truth. Oh boy. Um so join us next time. We're going to we're going to talk about Tenet. Um I think this is going to be the first Christopher Nolan movie that we've given its own episode first off. That's true, yeah. And it's the first uh, Christopher Nolan movie I've seen since I've kind of turned on Christopher Nolan. You turned on him? As a, as a person, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we, we've gone we've gone over it at, at, at length multiple times. Uh, of He's, um, I think he's pretentious. I'll just say that. I'll just say it, God damn it. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. Um, and he's, he's very that concerned about his he... art and how you specifically should view it in the most optimal manner. That doesn't mean that he doesn't make good movies. That's true. That's true. He makes, he makes good movies that, that I've seen. I just don't like his attitude about how I have to enjoy it. But we'll see if this movie's good or not. Next time. Um, yeah. Until then, playing fair is a joke invented by rich people to keep the rest of us poor. Keep that in mind. Or don't. Just make your own decision. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Then I'm in rule. <laughs> Bye. Bye.